This is episode five of our podcast, Putting Ourselves in the Picture, as part of an AHRC UKRI Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Fellowship with Fast Forward Women in Photography. I'm Anna Fox, a photographer and professor of photography at University for the Creative Arts in Farnham. I created Fast Forward with Karen Noor in 2014 to promote and engage with women in photography across the globe. And I'm Maria Kapaeva. I'm also an artist and a photography tutor, and I've been working with Anna on Fast Forward since 2014. And in this episode, we will be speaking with an artist and educator, Natasha Caruana, from Workshop Grow School, one of our workshop partners for the project Putting Ourselves in the Picture. So hi, Natasha. Here we are uh, going to talk about our project, Putting Ourselves in the Picture, which you've been involved in. I wonder if you can tell us who you are and about Workshow Grow. My name's Natasha Caruana and I'm the founder of Workshow Grow and the co-founder of the Workshow Grow School, which I run with Simon Sweetman, who is the producer on the project. And Workshow Grow was born out of a real desire to support artists at whatever stage they are in their creative journey to get knowledge to get encouragement to get a community around their practice and we are an online school so we have between 130 and 150 students at any one time currently from 30 different countries around the world and essentially we meet weekly we have mentorship every week or an expert workshop we also do work in progress crits we do special projects where we might put together a magazine or we have an exhibition coming up And I suppose the way that we thought of this project, putting ourselves in the picture, was another way for us to get out there in the world and do one of these special projects where we push what we're doing within the school, we keep things dynamic, and hopefully what we're doing with the project can also feed back to the other students that we have within the school at this time. It's so ambitious, Work, Show, Grow as a project. Was it because of lockdown that you started it, or was it something else, some other impetus? So Workshow Grow was before I had done a couple of workshops and it was just something that I created very spontaneously. I was actually at Arl Photo Festival and I decided that, you know, I was a little bit fed up with the traditional education system of higher education and I just bought a domain name, created a website in one afternoon and built it. And then it sort of just was there and it was a way for me to give professional practice advice aside from my art practice. I'm an artist working within photography and it meant that I didn't have to do it within my own you know, platform. But when lockdown happened, you know, in March 2020, I actually got very frustrated personally by all of the cancellations that were coming into my inbox constant cancelled cancelled postponed and equally with my own art practice all my exhibitions were cancelled I actually really liked tech I'd been using zoom already I'd already been giving tutorials around the world using zoom and I thought actually this is an amazing opportunity so we started doing free events on Instagram live building a community Simon, the producer who had been working in print for 30 years, he got on board as well. And together we were just doing a free event every day for the arts community. And it really kept so many people encouraged 
and a sense of a community. And from that, people wanted more and more. And we decided actually what we could do is think about, you know, solidifying this, making this a bit more formal and creating the Workshop Grow School. Is it your interest in community and building confidence in people that made you interested in our fast forward project, putting ourselves in the picture? Completely. When I heard about this project and you talked to me about who you're going to be working with and it really felt like there was so much alignment between the project and what we do at Workshow Grow, particularly around telling stories or getting the confidence to tell the story using photography, using an art form. You know, really rung true to us because we work with so many different artists at all different levels around the world. And it is very much about supporting that artwork, that story to come out of our workshop grow artists in the same way that we've been working with the women with the putting ourselves in the picture project. And of course, not just being lessons online, but really giving that little bit of additional support. So these participants that came to you via putting ourselves in the picture and from Impressions Gallery, Autograph and National Galleries of Scotland, where they'd already been working, they came together. They'd been individual groups and then they came together with you, perhaps between 10 and 20 of them. I know it differed every week, but I think they're quite different to some of the people who normally take part in the Work Show Grow School. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a real privilege, in fact, on that first session, the participants that had been working with very separate organisations. And it was the first time that the participants came together in an online platform. You know, they saw each other's faces. We had a wonderful first session, which was introducing what we're going to do with our schedule over the 10 weeks that we'd be meeting and also a way for them to introduce what they've been working on so far. And there were so many different alignments of, oh, you know, you're from Ghana or you're starting your refugee journey. And actually, I've already got my papers. And it wasn't just about the creativity as well. It was about sharing their stories at the point they were in their journey of going through these really challenging life moments, these life situations that they're in. And it was very humbling and also very much about listening to stories and not necessarily teaching in that first session. One thing that was particularly important was allowing the ebb and flow of those sessions to unravel. So, Natasha, can you tell me something about the structure? I mean, how did uh, it work with the partners who'd been working with the participants before they joined Workshow Grow? Yeah, so I suppose in a way, Workshow Grow had a challenging task because it was the first time, as mentioned, all the women will be coming together, the three partners coming together. And it was really fantastic that we had some partners there with us to help, you know, settle in, handhold, help us with just finding our way of pulling out these stories it was challenging having to work online whereas wouldn't have been wonderful to be face to face running this but it was a really great way of allowing the participants to meet each other of course virtually isn't as good as in person but it was wonderful that we were able to get to a point that we really did feel connected and that was very much by the partners being there to support the participants for that to happen. So you set up their own mini school within your work show grow school so they could have their own space I think and I wonder if you can tell us about a couple more of the sessions that took part and and what they would have been 
shown or exposed to. Yeah, I think what's a little bit unique about us as an art school is we don't just teach professional practice. We also discuss personal development. So it's personal and professional development, which means that, you know, we talk about confidence building. We talk about finding your voice. And it's not just about like learning how to create a series of images or narrative structure. Because we teach both personal and professional development, we decided to keep that schedule and way of working within the EDI school. For instance, in week two, it was about finding your voice and telling your story. And that was a session taught by Ramat Tajani. And she is very much about finding inspiration in your own story and sharing it. But for her to discuss that you have to feel comfortable, you don't have to share everything. And I think that was a really great session to have early on where the participants were really supported to discuss actually how much are you comfortable sharing? You don't have to share everything. You can use this moment to maybe share one particular aspect and not have to put yourself in a place that you feel uncomfortable, particularly with this work being published and being shared. And I think that was a really interesting discussion, her talking about her own life experiences of coming and kind of being in England, having to have a particular career and then swapping career path. You know, Ramat Tajani is such an amazing person of what, what she has done and what she's been through. And a lot of the participants align to that way of thinking about their own work. It sounds very exciting. What was the most inspiring moment for you in the project? And has it done anything to change your approach to how you work? What was great is that we did have a little bit of flexibility of, you know, everything, the 10 week schedule was built in advance. But the way that things unraveled, we realised we needed a little bit more space in the sessions. And we could tweak things. I think it was by week eight, I was running the session. So I was the mentor that week. And it was all about how to build on personal themes. And for that session, I actually worked with the participants to show them all my mistakes. I went through a project and I said, like, this was the first time I went and shot that image. This was the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time. And talked to them about how actually photography projects build up particularly if you're working from a personal story. My work is autobiographical. And I showed them so many bad pictures. They were laughing so much. (laughs) But I think it was important because when you're learning about photography, when you're learning about art forms, you go to a gallery and you only see the final image. And I think that did a lot for them thinking about you can carry on with this beyond just the 10 weeks. For me, that was a really important part of the project of giving them the support and also, you know, the encouragement to think it isn't just about this project. You can carry on making work about your themes, your stories forever. You don't have to have an end point. And I hope that it did give them encouragement to consider, oh, okay, (laughs) yeah, it doesn't have to stop after this project. That sounds like really good advice. And we're now making a book, you know, we're all together working on that, um, of the works that the participants have made during the whole length of the project. One of the things that uh, you've been working on, aside from helping 
the participants to try and really develop and evolve their stories, which is a complex task in itself. But you also worked on this idea that I think Maria originally came up with of putting together a series of recipes from the group, because I think a lot of them talked about food in their discussions. Can you say anything about the recipes? Kind of every other we had a weekly task, such as go for a walk and maybe pick up an item on that walk and photograph it, or consider the certain time of year and what the light's like in a particular time of year and how that changes. And then one of the weeks when we were preparing for the session about image and text, we asked them to go and think about a recipe. So, you know, and inspired by Maria's suggestion for that task was to show us, you know, and to document where you go to buy the ingredients, who you're going with, how you prepare that meal, and then how you eat that meal. But also, why is that meal important to you? What is the story behind that recipe? And it was really fantastic to bring that work into week five around image and text to share not only the recipe, but also to discuss the way that the text was included. So for instance, Some of the participants would send emojis to describe the recipe and there would be a kind of a dialogue alongside using emojis. Other people would hand write the recipe and it was something really personal, a recipe that grandmother had made, their mother had made and they had made. And it was really fantastic to have that conversation around, you know, history, around cultural history, family history and also around how they can get these specific ingredients or not. And because it was so wonderful, we decided that maybe we would reshoot some things and other people said, oh, I didn't get a chance to do it, I'll do it. So we ended up checking in, you know, almost every other week on how the recipes were going. So there was a lot of reference to home and and memory through the recipes. And of course, photography is a fantastic tool to bring back memory or to assert memory. That's fantastic. So through these workshops with Natasha and all her colleagues at Work Show Grow, the participants were able to really sort of sharpen up their projects and add images where needed and really work out how to make a narrative work in their photography projects. They also engaged with new things like the idea of putting the recipes together and how to take their photography into the world. And it's also how the recipe can turn into the art project, isn't it? And I think in that sense, we are really lucky to have Workshop Grow on a board who is specialising, working with the people who do not have access to, for example, higher education, but still would like to grow professionally in the photography. So it was a perfect partner for us to work with in this project. Yes, and some of the women have really developed such a confidence in making the work that they want to continue. And even a couple of them have talked about, you know, wanting to go on and really use photography professionally. So that's pretty exciting. So in our final episode, we'll meet the team who run the Putin Our Sales in the Picture workshops at Autograph in London including Bindi Wara, who is a curator at Autograph, and she was one of the mentors for the program. Also, Ida Silvestri, who is an artist, mentor, and workshop leader. And then Sam Hudson, who is communication and fundraising manager at the charitable organization Women for Refugee Women. 
Putting Ourselves in the Picture is part of an Arts and Humanities Research Council UK Research Initiative Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Fellowship awarded to me at Fast Forward Women in Photography. The project works in partnership with Autograph, Impressions Gallery Bradford, National Galleries of Scotland, Women for Refugee Women and Work Show Grow. This podcast was produced by Anna Fox and Maria Capaiva with audio production by Lucia Scatzocchio from Social Broadcasts.